The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. January 21, 2023. It is episode 666, The Sign of the Beast. 666 has become one of the most widely recognized symbols um, for what? Interest? What am I looking Antichrist. Antichrist and, <laughs> and the devil. Or is it just misunderstood? We have that in a special announcement about an announcement coming up later on. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 13th or maybe 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened-to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Mike D. Papino points out it's actually the beast of revelation. Yeah? The sign of the beast. So he revealed that it's the beast of revelation? No. Well, he did. Yeah, Mike did. Yeah. Yeah. Numbers are going to be important today. You said 13th or 14th year. This is important. Is it the 14th year? We were here in 2010. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not. It's the 13th. I just did it to get, get a rise out of it, right. which, which worked. All right. So, uh, yeah, we are talking about lots of different numbers today. There's lots of numbers in the cigar industry, including the cigar we're about to light up. We have to get to it right away because it's an awful big. Uh, what do we have, Barry? Well, today's first cigar is Mr. Jonathan's date night. It's the <laughs> Gran Habano Corojo Number no. 5, which is manufactured in Honduras by Gran Habano Cigars. Don't laugh at that shit. It's the same <laughs> jokes every year. Make them write something new. <laughs> The size is 6 by 66, and it features a Nicaraguan Corojo wrapper, Nicaraguan Habano binder, and fillers from Nicaragua and Costa Rica. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single is ten nineteen, while a box of 20 is $169.99, which comes out to just eight fifty per cigar. That's a savings of almost $34 or 17% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. It's a lot of numbers. Am I getting hazard pay for smoking <laughs> this? This is the number five, and it's a six by 66. Um, why is it the number five? It's the blend of, it's of Grand Habano. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the blend of Grand Habano is the number five Corojo, mm. which has been around a long, long time. It's mm. so over 20 years we've carried this brand. Mm. Uh, why do we continue to carry this brand? Because it sells. It well, sells like crazy. Whiskey uh, Miser speculates it's because it makes your fingers look thin. It does. <laughs> I mentioned that earlier today when I put these cigars out, and I go, look, that's not bad. Until it goes in your mouth. Yeah. All right, let's give it a cut and light. And for everybody smoking this in the care package, um, remove the footband before you light mm. it. Yes. Good tip. Uh, and... Um, 
it's barely going to fit enough to get this, I think. Just barely. Um, so it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So, did yours cut okay? <coughs> yep. Cold draw? Musty. Floral. <laughs> wow, I got a too. A little dusty in there. It, there's so much airflow that you're, you almost can't help but get a little bit of tobacco dust on that cold draw. The gag reflex. Jonathan, are there any tips for putting something this big in your mouth? Because I'm sure you've done it before. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Monarch by Lotus. The Monarch by Lotus uh, features a flip top which contains a cigar holder. Will it hold? Oh, it goes up ringage. to a 66 ring gauge. This is incredible. After you flip the top, you've got four jets that come alive, and they're fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank at the bottom. A flip-out bullet punch and easy adjustment all for the low price of $39.99. That is the Monarch by Lotus. So I had to go with four jets because I knew in advance that we were going with a big ring gauge. Yes. And you get pissed off every time I do a single jet when we do big ones. Oh, so yeah. I That's went, when you usually bring the single jet out. <laughs> I, I have I no idea big. why, but good. You're catching on. I like George Rico. Really nice guy. Best person to be your Domino's partner with. But I hate this size. The size? Yeah. I like the yeah. regular cigar, yeah. but the size is just not comfortable. Well, they sell. So what is a ring gauge? A ring gauge is 1 64th of an inch. So 64 ring gauge would be one inch across in diameter. And this is two more. This is two more than that. Barry, this I've is seen more than you that. eat a Twinkie whole in one bite. Oh, yeah. This pop is smaller like, than a Twinkie. Pop it like an aspirin. Exactly. <laughs> this is big, this is smaller than a Twinkie. Yeah, yeah but what's it's the, softer, no, so it squishes. Dave, what's the ring gauge of a Twinkie? I'd say it, in the seventies. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. At least in the seventies, right? Should we get some? It's, uh, it's not an eighty because that eighty cigar was bigger than a Twinkie. I'd, so, I'd like a giant Twinkie. Like, should that. we get some and shove them in your ring gauge measuring? We tool? could. We could do that. <laughs> All right. We could do. It. I'll see you Tuesday. We can <laughs> measure Twinkies. Um, six by sixty-six ring gauge. You're always down for experiments when it involves food. Oh, anything. I'm <laughs> down for experiments when it comes to anything. Uh, so I, I got to work on this thing. Uh, you look out uh, your car window, you see 666 on a license plate. Your eyes get wide and you wonder, is that a bad omen? Isn't 666 evil or something? 666 is infamous. It is the number of the beast, Satan's secret code of evil. Where does the evil of 666 come in? Does it affect you? Is it really a secret? Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Every country? Doesn't matter. I don't know about every country. but The association of 666 with evil came from the passage of the book of Revelations in the New Testament of the Bible. It reads in the King James Version 1318, Here is wisdom. Let him hath understanding and count the numbers of the beast for the number of a man in his six, number 600, score six, 666. So who uses 666? The number evokes strong feelings in many people. Some Christians, for instance, might go out of their way to avoid the number. 
Others may purposely use the number to evoke the air of darkness or find assume uh, almost entertainment in it. So I get why you wouldn't want to walk under a ladder. Why? Because something could fall on your head. The ladder could fall. There's a, a myriad of, of things that could happen to you walking under a ladder. So that, there's a, uh, that's a bad omen, supposedly, right? But Supposedly, we have just, somebody that won't go under a sign that works here. Uh, it's not a ladder, and it's a strong structure. Very, yeah, there's, there's some oddity going on yes. there. But with, the, with a number, it's just a number. Who gives a shit? I, I have three consecutive sixes in my social security number. It's not and you're okay with it, but you know it. And, and don't you have that mark behind your ear like the guy in the omen? I've never seen that. I'll add that to my list of things I'll never watch. For the Chinese gamer, 666 is an altogether different meaning. L-I-U, the Chinese word for six, is a word for skilled. Six on a string of six is used by Chinese gamers to show respect for a highly skilled gameplay. Hmm. So the Chinese are not bothered by 666. They yeah. actually... But they have the Zodiac, which pisses you off. It so does. It's, ba- oh, it's balanced yeah. out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe this can calm your nerve. 666 sighting has nothing to do with doom and gloom. It's not evil. It doesn't even have anything bad that has happened to you. 666 is actually an angel number. Hmm. Uh, what is an angel number? An angel number is sequential or representing a number set of significant spiritual messages. And commonly, three or four represents digitals that have sometimes be even more. Think of 111, 2222, 1234, and so on. Angel numbers are historical, uh, historically seen as divine messages from unseen guides. You might see a chain of certain numbers frequently on license plates, receipts, digital clocks, even YouTube, TikTok messages, timestamps. If you see the number over and over again, take a message from the universe. Does that happen to you? That you see a number, and then later on you see the number again, and it starts getting kind of weird on you? No? I, I see 9-11 all the time. Yeah? Pick up my phone, it's 9-11. Wake up at, at 3.14 in the morning every mm-hmm. single day. Like, I get up to go pee, it's 3.14. How can it be 3.14? Well, it's pie. Yeah, I'm thinking of pie yeah, and you're hungry. Up for a snack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hungry. A snack. He wakes up at pie time. <laughs> yeah. So what does 666 mean in a good way? Spiritual meaning 666 is the encouragement of refocus. Seeing 666 tells you to pay closer attention to any fractional of your current uh, earthly problems and details. 666 had a bad reputation because of the biblical meaning but as the number of the beasts, but it is mostly unwarranted, they say here. So I get up at 425 every day in the morning to pee, mm. and it turns out that I get up at 425 because the heat has kicked on, because I, the house has been shut down for the same number of hours because I get home at the same time every day, the house gets locked up, and the heat goes on and off at the same time. I, I betcha. You know something? Because every time I get up to go pee, right in the bathroom, there's an air duct mm. that's blowing the heat down. And when I go in there, it's always coming down. So I betcha the heat is kicking on at that 100%. time. All I have to do is reschedule that thing and I can sleep through the night. <laughs> well, also probably stop consuming liquids after 630. Yeah. 
It's always the same time on the clock. I mean, it's really messed because up. Because you get home at the same time every day. Your house, the no, door. No, no. It's the, the door heat. gets closed. I think it's the heater kicks on. Why does the heater kick on? Because the doors have no longer opened and closed. No, no. It's the house schedule. Is, it's a schedule. It goes on at 3.15 or I, 3 o'clock? Maybe 3.13 or whatever number it ends up being. Mm. And then I end up saying, oh, I have to go pee. And I get up. And I bet you the heat, because I got a digital thing that says when it goes off. When it, I want it cool in the nighttime to go to sleep and then I wanted to warm the house to warm up when I get up in the morning and not be freezing you ever heard of a bathrobe I have it okay yeah but I just want it to be warmer when I get up so I'm going to turn that to 4 30 or something like that all right my wife's listening right now because you know I don't know how to program it <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful thing about Laurie is it'll be reprogrammed by the time you get home Chat room is saying this episode is going to be painful. It might be. <laughs> so let's break it up a little bit. And right now it's time to ask the Dawn from Dawn Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Dawn. Brought to you by Dawn Raphael Cigars. Dawn Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And Ray writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. The subject is a line in the sand. I enjoy larger cigars, but due to work, weather, family life, or just stuff, I don't get the opportunity to dedicate the full amount of time needed to enjoy a great cigar. I have tried smaller cigars, and although they work, they are not the same as some of my favorites, like Brickhouse Mighty Mighty, La Mezga Cubana, uh, which don't come in a shorter nub-like size. I often see cigar smokers relight their cigars after they've gone out, and this happens if the cigar is put down and left unattended for a short period of time, similar to what happens when Dave gets carried away talking on your podcast. I also understand that one should never relight a saved cigar as it often takes on the negative flavors of leaving it sitting for a while. My questions, is there a line in the sand or time limit where a cigar can successfully be relit before it starts to take on those negative flavor notes? And the answer is that you got overnight, you got maybe 12 hours before the ash ends up permeating the cigar and there's no way to burn it off. Uh, when you notice, twelve hours is a good is a good not good. I don't know where you're going to go with that, but I, I was trying I, to work in six six six, but it just seemed like it was yeah, too many hours. I, I'd say twelve hours, no problem. I do it like even so. It's it's six o'clock at night here, so maybe even more than that. It's six o'clock at night. I'll come in the next day, and it is nine a.m. So oh, it's eighteen hours. 18 that is six six six. Okay, hmm. so. I was smoking a cigar. You said, okay, it's time to go. And I put the cigar down. I come in the morning. There's a perfectly good half a cigar left. So what do I do? I wipe the ash off the cigar the best I can. Get it in the corner. Get all the particulates out you possibly can on the cigar. So proud of you right now. You've used the word particulates. Yeah. Mm. So it's all out. The cigar is out. It's been out for 18 hours. And now I'm going to toast the cigar. I'm going to light it from the center up, 
and I'm going to turn the cigar and toast all the sides of it, and the center will light automatically. I'm going from the center and up, and I'm going to work my way all around it. I'm not going to draw onto the cigar, and I'm going to toast it and toast it and toast it till it's virtually lit at that point. And then instead of drawing in for a few puffs, three or four puffs over the flame, I'm going to blow out. And the cigar comes alive, and it... It most of the time, even after eighteen hours, most of the time it tastes perfectly fine, if not better than when you, you put you've it. You cleared down. the chambers out. You didn't draw the ash in. Now sometimes it's sitting there. The ash is sitting there, and if you weren't smart enough to take the ash off before you did it, it sat there. It's a sponge. It's going to draw in some of that flavor, which you, you don't want. If you actually did not do what I say and blow out, and you sucked in. Now it tastes like shit automatically. Yeah, it tastes like ash that's been sitting there for 18 hours. Uh, I say like licking the ashtray. I mean, that's what it tastes, how bad it is, and that's why you don't want it. Question number two. If, as in my case, I knew I wasn't going to be able to finish my cigar, would cutting off the burnt end with a cigar cutter help to eliminate the nastiness from developing? Here's to hoping what my grade three teacher, Mrs. Anderson, said about there being no stupid questions was true. Uh, no, you don't cut it. If you cut it, it's going to unravel. It's going to unravel. The only thing that's stopping the cigar from unraveling is the combustion line on the lit end and the little bit of fruit pectin they seal the cap with on the capped end. So by cutting it, you're not only going to create additional fissures because that tobacco near the combusted end starts to get brittle as the um, moisture gets evaporated out of it. So you're going to have fissures, but you're also going to cause a reverse unraveling. Absolutely. Got anything to add to that, Barry? He's right. Yep. Uh, Are you saying you agree with me 100%? No, I'm just saying you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't agree at all. No? No, I would never relight a cigar that sat overnight. No? Yeah, you have a million cigars in in, in the store. You cheap bastard, get another one. Yeah, but he smokes cigars, small cigars, often. And uh, listen, if I smoke, smoking a great cigar, and um, listen, earlier today, Ed Sullivan smoking a Alfonso. He's smoking it right now. <laughs> so, and you did relight it. No. It never went out. You never started. You no. never started the cigar. No, not yet. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, liar. Yeah. Well, Dave, <laughs> way to blow up his spot. You can't reasonably expect me to put down an Alfonso. Here's mine. So, it, it's out. Yeah. It's here, and I'm going to do a two-hour show, right. and after the show, and to- smoke two different cigars, mm-hmm. and after the show, I'm going to relight this because I'm not going to waste it. No, no the other way. thing, if you know in advance that you're going to have to relight a cigar, you get called in for dinner, or in Dave's case, you're going to do a podcast, you can exhaust the chamber, blow through it before you put it down, yeah, and that'll look, I help. Look, I took all the, all the ash off it. I blew through it. I put it aside because I'm going to do exactly that. Today. I didn't know that question was going to come in, but- Anybody that ever comes here, if you see a cigar off to the side over here, the reason why is that's what I was smoking, and it was good enough to not throw in the ashtray and say, okay, I'm going to go. Ed Sullivan, on the other hand, typically smokes smaller cigars, but this morning he was smoking a big Alfonso. And he came into the office with his cup of coffee, and we're talking, and he's smoking an Alfonso, and I couldn't stand it. You got jealous. I couldn't stand it. He remembered he had one stash. Yes. And uh, I grabbed it and lit it up, and next thing you know, it was a big cigar, but it didn't make it in time for the show. See, that's where cigars 
are to me like donuts are to you. I can't, if I knew I had that Alfonso, I'm going to end up smoking it. I, I'm never going to come across it by accident and go, oh, I forgot I had that. No, it calls to me in the humidor. I didn't forget I had it, but it was actually this exact cigar. When you, you'll see an advertisement <laughs> for Alfonso, this was used in a photo shoot. So it was under lights and whatever it was. So I put it in the humidor and I said, let me let it sit there for a week or so, get it back to perfect condition. And then saw you smoking and I just couldn't take it any longer. <laughs> I lasted about four minutes. <laughs> you didn't go, last long. No. And then I said, I, I just can't sit here while you're doing that. <laughs> I didn't even have a cigar lit. So no. I had a lighter cigar. Well, I would have been disappointed with anything else. Absolutely. So I had to do what I had to do. Fruit Loops. And this cigar? Tasting Fruit Loops. It's not fruity. When was the last time you ate a Fruit Loop? It's been 20 years. It's not Fruity Pebbles, though. No, it's no, 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 no. It's not Fruity Pebbles. It's Fruit it Loops. Sh- it should be Count Chocula or one of those <laughs> evil. What's wrong with Count Chocula? Evil cereal. You like you know, yeah, <laughs> Chocula, Monster, Nosferatu. There was a Fruity one. Remember that? Fruit, fruit Fruity Pebbles? Fruit Brute. Fruit Brute. Fruit Brute. Why I know that? Yeah, because well, we bought a thousand boxes. Thousand boxes. And thousand boxes of cereal. Yeah, I, I bought a thousand boxes of cereal. I had to go. I had to go to the store manager and get him to approve it. Yeah. to take a thousand boxes. There were Frankenberry too. Yes, we got them all. You got them all. Fruit, fruit, brute, Frankenberry, and Count, Count Chocula, Booberry. Oh yeah, all four <laughs> for their whatever it was. Two hundred fifty boxes of each, please. <laughs> so a you thousand need- boxes of cereal. Can we get a deal on that? No, no, no. You need approval to buy that much cereal? Yeah. Were you like over the lectin limit or something? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think he remembered. They, he they had it a day lectins. later. Well, yeah, they had to order it from the warehouse. But I had, to, I had to pay in advance and say, okay, I'm not messing around here. I need 250 of each. Here's the credit card. And if you're wondering what did I do with that, you'd have to buy David versus Goliath. It's it's a book by David Garofalo. It has all kinds of events and promotions, and that's one of them. It's in there. And um, we not only did it with the monsters, we did it with um, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. So you can do it with whatever you want. And Lucky Charms are magically delicious. They were. They were. A lot less green clovers than you would think. Yeah. In a box well, of Lucky they're rare. They're very lucky. Yes. You'd be lucky. And why is a green clover lucky or not lucky? I think it's the four-leaf clover that's Mm -hmm. lucky. Yeah. Because of natural selection, it's a genetic anomaly, so people would pick them and save them, and therefore you don't have four-leaf clovers reproducing in the wild. Is it like twins, having twins? Well, you don't kill one of them. No? No, it's not like that. If you see a four-leaf clover, most people would pick them. Now that four-leaf clover can't reproduce its four-leaf clover genes. Oh, really? And that's why they're so rare. And there's so few of them. You really should leave four-leaf clovers alone in the wild and just take a picture of it. (laughs) 66 ring gauge, you're not going to smoke it, right? No, I am. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, what I want, I keep looking over to you is to see if you have it in your lips like you do, because Ed Sullivan maintains like like Jonathan is doing now. Dangler. Dangles in there. If it dangles, it's going to fall. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. heavy. I mean, you could squeeze your lips and really purse them together and get it to hold, but. And it's all about the angle of the dangle. <laughs> is that true? This is a very well-made cigar. We are smoking the Gran Habano Czar, a 6 by 66 I keep biting it to try to make it so it's less in there, mm-hmm. flatten it, and then it just bounces right back. You need a cigar tailor to take a couple inches uh, off of a cigar tailor. 
<laughs> See, I told you it's starting to catch it's on. Starting to catch on. You could make that into a, a box of cigars. Well, if you I'd could, like. if you got some cigar scissors and you cut it a little bit, remove some of the wrapper, and then rewrap the end, you could turn it into a torpedo. <laughs> so you could have the nice, cooler, smoked end. And you know what you can do for me right mouth. now? Deep V. Your deep V cut deep enough in there, and then. You could bite down on the flaps and Whoa. make a smaller cigar out of it. He's doing this because he had it in his mouth, so he's using it. No, not really, huh? Mm. Doesn't go all that deep. <laughs> Can you bite down and, and squeeze it down a little bit? I, I kind of like it in the round. But mm. Do you prefer it a little bit deeper than that? Not going to justify <laughs> that with a response. <laughs> yeah. All right, we are smoking the Gran Habano Czar. We're going to take a break right now, and when we come back, how important is 666 to people, and do cigar smokers care about numbers on their cigars and products? We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. 
with over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy. The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hey, this is Michael Herklotz with Ferry Otago Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking the beast. The Grand Habano Czar, six inches by 66 and talking numbers. Welcome back to The Cigar Authority. And uh, during the break, Whiskey Miser pointed out that he was watching Mr. J make love to the cigar. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were going to lay off him in, in 2023 it, it a little like bit, but it's stronger than ever. Whiskey Miser. Yeah, stronger than ever. Uh, this Thursday, we have a special edition of the Cigar Authority live Thursday night, this Thursday night live at 6 p.m. Am I getting that right? Yes, you we're are. Going at 6 p.m. Uh, you go to Facebook or YouTube. This is no audio podcast, right? Just video? Are you going to do an audio version of it? Not really? Yeah. No, you no we never did before. Oh, you got to see it to believe it. Um, this is the Meatball 2023, and uh, we have a sold-out crowd that will be here in studio um, enjoying the meatballs along with pasta, salad, garlic bread. Salad I saw in here. We usually do get a salad. We throw it out at the end of the day. Let's not do a salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just lay off the salad. Well, what, what about dessert? And Yeah, we'll have dessert. We'll have a birthday cake for Mr. Jonathan. Because this all started off as his birthday party. Lectin-free lectin cake, right? He no, I just won't eat it. You have as many lectins as you want. And Mr. Jonathan's doing the shopping, so grab yourself a birthday cake, will you? <laughs> Add that to my list. Yeah. <laughs> get, the, get them to write happy birthday on it. We're smoking two new cigars that will be announced at that night. I like uh, it. Dave sends his woman out to do the grocery shopping. Ain't that nice? Wow, it's not going to lay off yet. I, I thought it was going to be. That a was a, as much of a dig on you as it is to me, so <laughs> I'll was, take it. It was two for one. It was BOGO. Uh, this Thursday is January 26th. For those listening, what, what, what Thursday are we talking about? Oliver Nouveau is the champion from United Cigars. He's going to introduce two new cigars there. And uh, Megan Murphy's in the audience right here. She's here. She's going to be ready, right? I'm she looking to find ready. out what type of ball she likes. Does she like small balls or big balls? They're going to so, be golf ball size. We're going to have to ask her on Thursday. We're taking the size out of it. Everybody is to make, uh, when finished, golf ball size thereabouts. And I say when finished uh, because you got to start bigger. Because you got to account for shrinkage. Shrinkage. Does she like to roll them clockwise or counterclockwise? We have Joey and you know whose balls she's not rolling are yours. <laughs> <laughs> We, we just, just can't stop with the children. Yeah. The children playing because we get to see balls, meatballs. Oh, my God. Do you uh, make them with ground chicken so you have cock and balls? <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. 
Joey and Eddie will be here. He's a comedian. He's going to be participating. Um, Bernie DeFlores, he is our IT guy. He'll be here. And um, Mr. Jonathan will be participating once again for the fifth year in a row. Correct. Uh, and uh, he just keeps going till what? Till tied for third last year. And uh, this year I've got my eyes tied on a last. solid second oh, no. place. No, I'm wrong. It was I tied know you're for wrong. next to last. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're doing nothing Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, tune in on Facebook or YouTube to the Cigar Authority. That's all you have to do, right? Yeah. You'll find it going on and uh we'll uh show you what's going on and it, it can be fun our friend scooter says enough with the ball gags yeah ah, i see what you did there scooter <laughs> such children it's, is it going to be all thursday too oh yeah <laughs> okay would you buy a car if the license plate ended with 666 of the you guy can't. you can't of you why? Because when you buy a car, it doesn't usually have a license plate. No, on. no. You're going to buy a used car from a guy, and you go to his house, and you're looking at the car, and you're going to be buying this. You look at his license plate, and it says 666 on it. I'd ask him one question. Is your car's name Christine? Mm. Why? Well, did that? If six, it is, I'm out. Did that have 666 on the no, plate? No. No, this just was an evil car. Okay. As a fan of Are You Made In, I would say yes, because I had the song The Number of the Beast. Yeah, so you saw 666, you're going to be driving this car, yep. you have no feel of, well, I'm not buying this car. None whatsoever. No. Okay, so now you go to the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles and you say, I need a plate, and they pull one out, it's a 666 on it with some letters. I'd be oh. stoked. Yep. Yeah, not more like easier to remember. Yep. Really? Sure. I bet you they say that people turn them down. I'm sure, because there yeah. are, you know, there are some people with deep religious beliefs that they're scared of it. People are scared of numbers. Uh, would you take a job uh, at an office tower with the address 666 6th Ave? Yeah, I mean, you had the Grand Habana room in New York, top of the sixes. It was at 666 5th Avenue. Hmm. The building was known at the, the, the top of the sixes. And people went there and they paid high rent and they, yeah. no problem. No problem you whatsoever. Know, Dave, Raul Drake says when he lived in Somerville, Mass, his phone number started with 666. Wow. Somerville. I had a store in Somerville. I can't remember what the phone number was. might have had a devil store. I might have worked out well for me. <laughs> you work in a building that's 13. Yeah, doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, you take a hotel room, 666? Yeah, if it was available. Yeah. So nobody here is going to have a problem no. with the people in the audience. You're going to take it, or you're going to turn it down. Shaking, it's going both ways. That take which it. one of them goes both ways? <laughs> that would be you. <laughs> All right, right now it's time for the poll question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And each week we put up a poll question of the week, and this week we've been going through, or the last few weeks we've been going through the best size for cigar. And we had uh, Robusto versus Gordo in the this, final four. And this one is going to be a tough one because those are probably oh. number two and three, depending on what you would say of selling yep. in a store. And Robusto destroyed Gordo huh. with 95% of the vote. Wow. Wow. And for a while, Corona Gordo was beating Toro until Toro 
edged out a win with 54% mm. of vote. I'm surprised. Now, over Corona, Corona Gorda, what would you say a Corona Gorda size is? Six by 46. Mm-hmm. No way that's going to outsell a six by 50 or six by 52. Mm-hmm. Or even a six by 54. But it was that, but it was that it, close. It was that close for a while. Corona Gorda was winning. At one point, it was winning considerably before Toro came Now, how come Epicure didn't make it to the list? That's a legitimate size. Epicure is a Toro. Yeah, it's Cordomo's Toro. Yeah. So now you have Robusto versus Toro. Now we have Robusto versus Toro. I would have bet a million dollars on that's Mm -hmm. how it's going to end. And I'm not going to say what I'm going to guess, but we'll see. And years ago, it was one thing. Now it's a a different one. But we'll see how how it plays out. I wonder how the, uh, the current weather plays into that if you're in a cold area would you pick a different size this time of year versus in the summertime what are you seeing you're seeing that small cigars are selling people are buying the size that they buy (laughs) yeah yeah people bought gordo because in a gordo a six by 60 people bought a gordo going back 10 years ago when this whole thing started because they got much more of a thicker cigar for relatively the same price, a little mm-hmm. bit more. It looked like you got more like the larger more value. Yeah, larger popcorn, the larger soda at the movie theater for just 25 they cents more. They wanted to supersize it. Yes, and they did. And it stuck around. I wouldn't have thought it stuck huh. around. Online, we've seen more smaller cigars selling, but that's because we just had a couple of shows about winter cigars. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. talking about that. So we've seen a, a trend moving towards some of the cigars we, that you spoke about on the ash holes as well as yeah. the cigar. So on the ash holes, we talked about a little cigar. It was a little perfecto, double perfecto called the Minnow. That How was did, on the Cigar Authority. That was the Cigar Authority, the, cigar authority, yeah. the Mad yeah. Minnow? Yep. How did that sell? Uh, not tremendously a lot because we were just about sold out when the show went live okay um so we did become sold out okay dave paul Kraft says that this cigar makes your fingers look like tootsie rolls they do they make them look better though they look better (laughs) than this and if i had a lancero on my hand you if if i hold my hand up like you see you wouldn't say wow that guy's got fat fingers right i would say that you would still (laughs) yeah no, to me, I think it looks okay. I, they don't look deformed. Do they make rings that size? Even in in uh, when I was in high school, yeah. I had to get a like a, a thirteen size ring, mm-hmm. and I wore that my high school ring for like a week or two, and then I couldn't wear it anymore. I'm like, no, it's ridiculous because yeah. it's just overflowing. And my wedding band, I wore for one hour, ever. <laughs> I wore it when they put the wedding ring on. An hour later, I took it off and never put it back on. You don't put it on for special occasions Nothing. like your anniversary? No. Nope. Never been on my finger ever again. Uh, Whiskey Miser wants to know the ring gauge of your fingers. I don't know. Uh, you I can, can figure it out. We'll, we'll have 58. that answer for you next week. <laughs> it's about 58. <laughs> you think so? Oh, the middle one. The middle is, a, especially on this one, is the arthritis finger yeah. that's bending. Yeah. That one's more from, like a 64. That's big. So when you flip someone off, it's big. Oh, yeah. It so takes up it, some real estate. I mean, yeah. on my right hand, it's it's a bad, that's a bad finger, right? Look at the bending. Oh, yeah, it's crooked. It's a bad finger. It's a bad finger. Bad finger? Yeah. Music. Was, there was a group bad finger, right? Mm-hmm. Beatles ripoff type of thing. I think McCartney um, had something to do with it. Well, they yeah, they signed to Apple Records. <clears throat> And um, they meant the middle finger, right? It was the bad finger. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. That's what it meant. It was the middle finger. 
All right. Um, upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority. Next week, we are going into an Urban Dictionary discussion uh, of cigar terms oh, and regular terms of Urban Dictionaries. Everybody's a little on this. I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, but you're going to bring, uh, hopefully, some valuable, good stuff, not just sexual innuendos, because I looked at Urban Dictionary. About- yeah, I'm out. <laughs> really? Because it's not all sexual innuendos. I disagree. Yeah. I looked at... Double uh, entendre. That's what it's all about. Urban Dictionary, period. Well, Urban Dictionary, that's... That's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's... Urban Dictionary. Beyond sexual references. Right. There's other things. Uh, so don't just bring sexual yeah. references. No. It's no, low-hanging no, 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 fruit. No, no, no. It's so sexual. It's beyond. It's another oh. level above sexual innuendo. There's regular stuff there, too. Like uh, Karen. That's what Karen right. started, right? There's a whole bunch of different things. I looked up a lot of stuff. There's the minivan. <laughs> Two in the front, five in the rear. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not going to... Do not bring nothing but sexual stuff in here. It's not It's not what the show is about. Can you... Look at Barry. Killing, he kill, he's killing I'm himself. I'm laughing at Pam's laughing at me. That's what I'm laughing at. He's killing, you're all red. You're going to stroke out here. Show I'm not out, that man. lucky. Uh-huh. Dave, John Villa says he'd like a Dave pack where all the cigars are the size and ring gauge of Dave's five fingers. Maybe. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> brilliant idea. Um, and then the, the uh, care package for next month is going out um, just a week or so from now, right? Uh, today's the 21st. People get billed on the 27th. So yeah. it'll probably go out the, the Monday after the next show. Okay. So they don't sit in the post office. All, all right. Weekend. So I'm not going to ruin it on the pe- – people like it as a little surprise when they open it up. Mm. So if I tell shows, if you notice, I, st- I stop at the end of the month. I don't want to ruin it on anybody. But uh, next week I can uh, share everything, I think, at that point. Yeah, January 30th, the uh, care package will, will ship out because the 27th is a Friday. See, then you're going to make the people freak out because January 4th, I'd be February, February 4th, 4th is the 4th yeah, show. Are they going to have it? it? Well, if we sit down on the 27th, it's going to sit in the post office all weekend in the Nashua distribution point, and it won't move till Monday. Why? Do they have the weekend off? Don't know, but anytime we ship something out on a Friday with the post office, it usually sits in the Nashua distribution network because the care package is so large, it takes them a while to process them. I'd give mm. it to them early. Give it to them. Let them sit on it and get it out of there, but... That that that's me anyway. Um, all right. Um, products using six sixty six 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 on purpose. So some companies actually choose to actually use it not by accident but on purpose. Uh, and see if this rings a bell for you, Ed Sullivan. Apple ranked one of the most valuable technology companies in the world. Their first product was the Apple One personal computer. It was introduced on July 1976 for $666.66 on purpose. Hmm. Didn't realize that. Is Barry typing his ass off to see if this is true? No, Rudy actually liked my minivan joke, so I said thank you. (laughs) Okay. Did you get into computers right away with the Apple One? No. No? $666.66 $666.66 on purpose, hmm. and it certainly didn't hurt them. I mean, you're, you're, you're running the risk of alienating some people that are afraid of that those numbers. But. You would think, but obviously, uh, well, I don't think it started off with a bit of bang anyway, but no. Um, I think Barry mentioned it. Um, 666 
Oh, no, you said 6th Street. This is 666 Fifth Avenue. Yeah, 666 Fifth Avenue, Havana Room, uh, and the building was known as Top of the Sixes. All right. Do you know who owned that building? It was Trump, wasn't it? It's Jared Kushner, okay. President Trump's son-in-law, chief advisor. One of Kushner's tasks was to bring peace between Israel and the Arab world. The 666 Fifth Avenue Tower is home of Lucent Technologies, maker of RFID microchip. So That's a little you know, chip that's on your credit card so you can do the tap pay. There we go. So we all have that little thing there. And the 666 Cold Preparation, a product that came out in 1947, a cold and flu mm. um, medicine or something, mm. 666 that came out with it. Uh, so people uh, come out with it uh, on purpose mm. to get attention, but also people stay away from it for some negative things that, that might happen there. Um, on the Grand Habano, this is not the Grand Habano devil or anything like that. No. It's the Grand Habano czar. Uh, yet it is a 6x66. Six they could have went up 6x65. Six they could have went with... Uh, um, asylum. Did Asylum do a six by sixty six? No, no, 60, never. Seven by seventy, eight by eighty, six by eighty. This might be the only. This might be the only six by sixty six that I can think of. of. So it was there, and I said, "Hey, why not?" Uh, because it's episode six hundred and sixty six. Which, by the way, six hundred and sixty six episodes of the Cigar Authority. Yay. We were thinking about stopping at 500, 501, mm -hmm. because that was the record at the time. We now hold the record at 666 and continuing. No, I don't think nobody's hit 500 yet that I know no, of. Is know the of. announcement that you're going to make next hour announcing this is the last show? Ah. Oh. Hmm. He didn't say no. Hmm. We are going to make an announcement on the next He's show. a terrible poker player, though. His face said that's how <laughs> we'll say it, so you can no, calm down. Not. Uh, but um, 666 shows, we never missed a show also. Ever. And that ha didn't happen with the 500 people before us. Um, so uh, good luck to anybody come, coming after us and saying, I'm going to do I can see you. I can see you like on your 90th birthday. Somebody gets there and you're like, nope, it doesn't count. You missed an episode in uh, yeah. 2013. Consecutive episodes. Barry, he's going to end up like those Miami Dolphins players. Oh, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> With the champagne. No, the champagne when somebody doesn't oh, do the unbeaten, show. Yeah, season when seven, they, Miami's the only unbeaten team in the history of the NFL. Okay. And they celebrate when a team loses their unbeaten streak. Remember the Patriots did it? They lost to the Super Bowl, so technically they weren't unbeaten. And Miami won in the Super Bowl, yes, too? Yes. Right. The Patriots won more games, actually, but they were It was 18 unbeaten. or something, right? It, there were fewer games back then, so. Yeah, it was 16, and then they had the bye, and then the two, so they were 18 and 0, and then they lost yeah. to the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, that's all I got on that. Let's go to break. All right. And Straight check really quick, because we always ask all everybody. Right. Uh Everybody's waiting in the chat room. I was thinking the lower number of the two that they agreed on. Four. Uh, we're in agreement. Mm. Me and you, we've been on lately. Yes. I uh, wrote down a six. Huh. Wow, you went higher. Uh, it's a bigger engage, so, so it, it, it's fine. Um, 
you know, I'm not even halfway done. This is mm-hmm. two and a half hour smoke for what you say, ten dollars. Uh, eight fifty when you buy it by the box. Wow. You like big ring gauge cigars. I don't know how you beat this for that kind of price. It's a good price. Uh, so when we come back, we're going to uh, do numbers bother cigar smokers. I got some information on that. Uh, I don't think so, but I have a big announcement for the Cigar Authority for Two Guys Smoke Shop. We'll get to that also. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary 
as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And there's a guy that's into numbers, a lot of numbers on his cigars. We are back. We're going over the numbers, good or bad. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. And we're going to light up the next cigar that we have. Uh, if you think of Christian Eiroa, uh, 0705, um, the uh, 1118. 1118, a lot of numbers. Uh, Asylum 13, which is this, and this is not only the Asylum 13, but it has two numbers on it. Barry, what are we smoking here? Well, today's second cigar is the Asylum 13 Connecticut, and it's manufactured in Honduras by Asylum Cigars. The size is a 5x50 Robusto featuring an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper with Honduran binder and fillers. A single set you back $7.79, while a box of 50 is $3.41.99, which comes out to $6.84 per cigar. It's a saving of almost $48 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Isn't the size called the 50? Uh... We have it listed as a Robusto on the site. Oh, really? I yep. thought it was the 50. Uh, Asylum, which would normally be the big giant right. cigars, little. is a little one, which is uh, pretty interesting, but it's still Asylum 13 um, and very different than every other Asylum mm-hmm. that's there. Uh, right now, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. I get a kick out of the people that cut along with us. Me too. Because Pam just about shit her pants. She forgot to have her cutter ready. She had to go looking for it. Glenn just made it to the top of the stairs. He had his cutter in his hand. He's ready to go. They feel like it's, it has to be. It's a ritual. It's a ritual, right? And then Megan, who thinks she's going to beat me at the meatball competition, she has no cutter. She just probably bites the cap off like a heathen. <laughs> she just hissed at me. 
I like a girl who bites. I think we have two pe- we have two people coming to the meatball in the meatball that's never been to the meatball. Megan's been to the meatball. She knows what she's in for. All obviously Oliver has been to the meatball. Jonathan has been to the meatball, but Joey and Eddie and Bernie, I don't think have ever even been to the meatball. Mm. But they both claim they make great meatballs. They're both Italians. Um, I've never had their meatballs. Bernie actually said to me, I'm going to have a little get-together. We're going to try the meatballs. And uh, that never, never happened, happened. As, far, as far as I know. Um, well, they lost the invitation, which wouldn't be the first time of lo- invitations sent to me have been lost. Um, yeah. It happens where often. You, where are you going with that? I don't know. It's just I, I don't get the invitation. And, uh, oh, I invited you. I said, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Monarch by Lotus. The Monarch by Lotus features a cigar rest in the lid, a flip top, four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, a flip-out bullet punch and easy adjustment, all for the low price of $39.99. That is the Monarch by Lotus. So I've been thinking we have to have the salad at the because... We advertise that there would be a salad. Maybe there's somebody like you that won't eat um, gluten. Would you not eat? <laughs> I definitely don't, don't eat gluten. You don't eat gluten. You don't eat lectins. You don't eat meat. You don't eat. I eat meat. Well, inside a meatball. <laughs> In fact, is, uh, I have breadcrumb. a I have a confessional this week. Ah, you're going to do the confessional? I'm going to do it. All right. You think he ate a lectin? This uh, cigar has a Salad. nice amount of spice right on the front end. Should a lot I? stronger yeah. than the cigar we just smoked. And yes. It certainly doesn't look like it was no. going to be. Should I just get like a little personal salad since we're going to throw it away anyways? No, no. Get, get a decent, you know, you have 50 people coming. So get enough salad for 20, 20 people. Not we'll, uh, we'll throw that five, out. After. Yeah, five, five of them will take a tomato. Not your grandfather's Connecticut. No. No, there's some beef to this. Mm-hmm. Is this Honduran? Yes. Well, it's made in Honduras for sure. And a Honduran binder and filler with a Ooh. Connecticut wrapper. Yeah. Ecuador, Connecticut. Yeah, it's got a lot it's of flavor. Sullivan. Surprising. Wow. You like this? I love it. I thought you would. I like it a lot better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> than the, than the, the giant one. Giant one you had. you didn't Listen, smoke. I smoked a little of it. The flavor on it was great, but uh, too big. All right. So this is two guys' 13th anniversary coming up. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cool. Uh, Cigar with us, 13th anniversary on April Fool's Day, April oh. 1st, which is two negatives, right? It can be looked at negatively by both. So we're going to get a little into uh, 13. Is 13 as bad as 666? 13 is my uncle's lucky number. He lived at number 13 on the very same street that I live on now, and... As I did, I lived at 13. Always considered, and still to this day considers 13 to be his lucky number. Well, let me tell you, I turned 13 on Friday the 13th, and my life has been shit ever since. Yeah, life has been great. Has it? It has. Oh, I've right. had a wonderful life. <laughs> should make a movie about it. It's been a wonderful life. It sounds life. like I don't have a lot left. No, You've had you, a wonderful yeah, life. Yeah, you have like a eulogy. <laughs> I lived at 13, and um, everything's been really good for me so i don't i don't and in the italian thing 13 is a lucky number my grandmother had a little chain and with the 13 on it and i said how come you have 13 on was there? it a coin that had a 13 hanging maybe, from a chain maybe wow maybe well, it's just well, sneaking another coin story 
what about wasn't it thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane? It's the Munsters. Yeah, the Munsters lived there. Yep. So there are reasons um, this number gets such a bad rap. The most popular theory about the origin of the fear of the number 13 also is biblical. There were 13 diners at the Last Supper. The 13th to arrive was Judas, who betrayed Jesus. So only 12 for breakfast then? That's right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If there is a 13th floor at a hotel... Would you stay there? Yeah. yeah. They usually skip over Good it. Shit. They usually do. It says 14, but it's really the 13th floor. <laughs> right. Even though the number says 14, it's still 13. Mm. Imagine that that they would switch floors because people feel this way about a number that cannot hurt you. Ever wonder why you stayed at a hotel uh that you never stayed at a hotel on the 13th floor? The answer is simple. The floor doesn't exist. It all comes down to trichopokia-phobia. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. you know, we don't need to go belabor it. It's from phobia, the fear of the number 13. It's a thing. Uh, early- now, do they build the building and they have a 13th floor and they just program the elevator not to stop there? Or is the 14th floor really the 13th floor for real? Well, early tall building designers feared uh, fearing a fire on the 13th floor or fearing tenant superstition about the rumor decided to omit the 13th floor list on their elevated numbering. This practice came, became commonplace and eventually found its way to the American mainstream culture in building design. The first skyscraper, the home insurance building construction in Chicago in 1885, was built as a regional headquarters for the insurance company and did not have a 13th floor. The first one ever said, nope, we're not putting a 13th floor on it. Crazy. Asylum 13, it, it certainly hasn't hurt that brand. They did it on purpose and decided, okay, it's going to be Asylum 13. It's just not going to be Asylum. It's going to be Asylum 13. Like people say Asylum, but the brand is Asylum 13. And they did it actually on purpose, not only the Asylum, but the 13th. You said 13 so many times that the word doesn't sound right to me. 13? (laughs) Yeah. 13. 13. (laughs) Road. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shit. Um, I'm I'm losing train of thought. Um, But you can't find a 666 cigar, right? Except for the one we just smoked. It was 6 by 66. Although it wasn't. Somebody, Stas G in the chat room here, had said AJ Fernandez, Blue Mountain Cigars, and Gurkha make 6 by 66s. Ah. So there are others. Gurkha has a brand called e- something evil, pure evil. Pure evil. Pure <laughs> evil. Are you buying a pure evil? I'm not. But not because it's no, says be, pure evil. But because it's Gurkha. Uh, <laughs> evil. They I think they had a couple of different evil things. Evil can evil? Evil can evil seems like a happy thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem. He didn't seem that evil. Kind no, of, kind of dumb, but not evil. Yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. 
Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) (laughs) And the Satanic Temple is dedicating the largest Satanic gathering in history to Democratic Boston Mayor Michelle Wu after the group wasn't allowed to deliver a Satanic invocation at Boston City Hall. SatanCon, which has taken place in downtown Boston from April 28th to the 30th, will include discussion panels, entertainment, satanic rituals, as well as a satanic marketplace. Tickets are $160 for the demonic circle level, which includes a challenge coin, which makes me ask, what happens if you don't have your challenge coin? (laughs) Do you get stuck going to heaven? And that's not only insane, it's a silent. Look at Barry getting news that has something to do with what we're talking about today, huh? That's good. He's come full circle. So is connecting dots. You like that? It's, oh, that's me. It's wonderful. David, <laughs> it's the big announcement. Cigar Authority is going to Satan Con. No. It's right down the road. We're not going. No. Would you be interested to go to Satan Con? No. Would you not go because it's negative or you, you don't No, go it's one of those. It's just a bunch of quacks. If I was I'm single, I'd go just for like the golf girls. Yeah. I'm- by I'm not way. going to a Comic-Con either. It's- By the way, we got a thing going on we didn't even discuss Friday, right? Really? Are we doing this? Yeah, we're doing this. We're going to uh, Tony? Yeah. I'm in. You're in? I'm in. Jonathan? Uh, probably not. I have shed night Friday. You won't eat the food. Correct. And I have shed night Friday. Something really wrong with him. Yeah. Like, who wants to go to shit night instead of that? Shed. Oh, shed. <laughs> oh, right. Shed. Um, I see here the Apollo 13. That'd be interesting, right? Apollo 13. You'd think they would have skipped over that. Right. Um, took off at one thirteen in the afternoon or 13.13. In military mm. time. Yep. That's right. Whew. And that all must have been on purpose. They had plenty of time to do it. And uh, some people give away their 6666. They won't smoke one because they won't smoke anything over a 60. Avoid the 13th floor. (laughs) I I think that was Brian Charles' confession that he gave his away. Okay. All right. Um, The number, uh, numbers on cigars. And, you know, you see it on automobiles all the time. And that is the big thing of numbers and letters Mm -hmm. of the vehicle itself. And then it started probably in the 90s. You started seeing a lot of cigars trying that automobile type of thing. Uh, and what, what I see today here is 601 is still a cigar brand. Uh, 1881, um, 1876, and 1886 are cigar brands. Five Vegas, uh, 898 Collection. 898 Collection, if you ever see 898, that has to do with how they are in a box. Mm-hmm. Eight on the bottom row, nine on the second row, eight on the top third row. And then the, the box usually rounds on the mm-hmm. side when you look at a box like that. Except if, for Toro Fuente eight five eight, which is five over five over five over five. Yeah, because it's not eight nine eight, it's eight five eight, which has to do with eighty five I think that the number of their house or something, and, and and leaving the house, it was fifty-eight. 
hmm. or something works frontwards and backwards or something. Eight five eight. Is that a pal- palindrome? Sure. I don't know. You're gonna go with that. Uh, anniversary dates, of course, Acid Twenty and Perdomo Ten Twenty, and maybe Thirty this year. They haven't announced it, but mm. there was a talk that it was supposed to be out last year, which right. was the 30th anniversary, and it wasn't ready, so they don't put it out. So I'm looking forward to Perdomo 30 uh, as it comes out. 724. And it's not 724, it's 724. Mm. 7024. 7024. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fucking up You're reading it? <laughs> 7204, which is really the, the address of the building that's right in Manchester, 7204, but the brand is 724, but it's not 724. Yeah, it was at 724 Elm Street, wasn't it? 7204, right? No, it was 724 Elm Street. Oh, okay. The R.G. The RG Sullivan factory. Okay, and then they added the, the zero to it? Yes. You also have numbered boxes, and you hear manufacturers holding specific numbers mm. for either Obviously, later releases yeah. or giving away to Num- certain people. Number one, people want the number one of whatever it is. Chinese, eight. They want 888, 888. I don't know why. It's a Chinese good luck number. Didn't Eric Hansen give you box number two of something? Yeah. Because you're obviously two, two guys. guys and um, he kept number one for himself. 2283. That was interesting because that's a latitude longitude, 22 degrees north, 83 degrees west, plus 90s, things that get uh, ratings over 90. Um, limited releases, like you say, um, with. Um, Tatuaje, they do six hundred and sixty-six dress boxes of the okay, yes. of the Halloween cigar, the Monster Series. Mm. So it's always six hundred and sixty-six coffin-shaped boxes. Are they numbered? Uh, I don't know if they're individually numbered yeah. or not. I've only ever gotten one of them. Yeah, mm. and then lots of others, but of normal the, boxes, the dre- yeah, of the dress box or whatever, however they call it. So. Um, there are good numbers and lucky numbers. If you ask, um, I'm looking at the audience right now. Don't look at other people that are right there uh, all on, on the chat box. Uh, don't look at the screen. Just text the number from 1 to 10 right now. Everybody in the, in the chat box, text the number from 1, one to 10. Uh, you guys in the audience, just hold your hands up of a number. Don't look at anybody else. Put a number on your fingers, on your hand. Or hands, they're all different. Not what I expected it to be, but (laughs) it's expecting. I'm getting what I expected on uh, the chat box, which is lots of number sevens. See all the sevens that are popping up? But fives, a lot of fives. But sevens pop up. It is the most popular number worldwide. And that's why slot machines, seven. 777, and you win the thing. Dice is 7 or 11 Mm -hmm. for the win. Chinese actually is not just number 8, and we may have, I don't see, not one 8 there. The folks at Essencia used to have a 777. It was a 21-count box. Essencia. Yeah? And Jay Fuego, didn't he have a 777? I'm sorry, it was Jay Fuego. It was Jay Fuego. Um, In the Chinese, they like not just 8, but 3, 6, and 8. 
and four is considered unlucky when when it comes to the Chinese. So for marketing purposes and stuff, I wonder if, uh, and I did see, that, that was Jay Fuego. Was seven, Jay Fuego, seven, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. white label with black label. Yes, lettering. yes, I remember that. Okay. And that was about the years when lots of stuff like that with the numbers were coming out. But uh, we haven't seen that of lately. Uh, and Marson Johansson says eight, so he's a Chinese guy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound Chinese. Profiling, are we? No, I don't know. But you look for that and, and look for that on uh, Chinese license, a Chinese owned automobile with a license plate, things like that. Um, we have had requests for eights that would happen yep. here, all being Chinese or, or I don't want to say Oriental. What do I want to say? Asian. Asian, Asian. people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it matters to uh, those people anyway. Uh, early thoughts here. Oh, no, no. we got to go to the confessional. It's time for the confessional, and it's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars. Featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son? Since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? So, uh, as you guys know, I've been obviously into my diet, and now I'm, I'm at no. the gym. I'm, I'm working out. and Gaining I'm, 50 pounds? I'm starting to learn about the macros, which is balancing your carbs and your proteins. Uh, so I switched from straight carnivore back to keto and started adding cauliflower to my diet oh you nut <laughs> well it had an unintended consequence in my gut biome uh it produced a lot of noxious gases fumes fumes uh and i i it started off as an accident crop dusting a couple of employees but then it kind of became a mission to see who I could gag out at the register. Crop you know, dusting. They, they end up behind me and they're bagging for me. And is that I an just, urban dictionary term? There's, it's, I'm sure it means something. Yeah. But I <laughs> successfully crop dusted all, all of my employees this week. You got a Dutch oven, whomever you're dating, apparently, <laughs> if you're dating anybody. We don't do that. What, dating? No, Dutch oven. Ah. Then I'd be impressed. So that's not nice to do to do I, that kind of I, stuff. I, I, I confessed it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll go back to. Hey, both of you two are very, very childish. I work with Mikey. He does that all day, every day. And for that little guy, right? Yep. There's sometimes where oh, I gag. Oh, jeez, you're an animal. It's true. For your penance, you must buy and smoke one full box of wow. Saint cigars <laughs> this week. Oh, it's it's you, a sickness. Uh, speaking of we're, we're going to go through a lot of cigars here. You're going to smoke a whole box of them. I, <laughs> I should see that all week when I come in. You should be smoking them. All Saint cigars. Yeah. What uh, What are we weighing in at, boys? Have we up any weight? I have. Anyway? I have not. The scale disappeared in in the bathroom. I didn't see the scale, but um, <laughs> all week. So I don't know what happened to the scale. I, I weighed down, in. Nor I'm down four. I weighed. In I bet you I am down a few. I weighed in this morning at one seventy six. You see what I've been me. eating for breakfast? Yeah, terrible. 
Oatmeal. It's sugar. It's not. It's nothing but sugar. Converts it's, to sugar immediately. It's Good. not sugar. There's it. no yes, sugar it. added at all. It's oatmeal. It's healthy. Yeah, it's okay. hard healthy. It said it on the box. <laughs> and I think it flavored oatmeal. It said healthy it's right on the plain. box. It did. So I weighed in this morning at 176, which is up eight pounds from when we started the bet. You were 160. I was 168. God. How tall are you? 6'1". I don't even remember what the wager was. There wasn't a money thrown oh, okay. down on it. It just was a race to 50. I'm going up. You guys are going down. There's no way you're. There's no way you're down eating oatmeal uh, every day. There's no way. Yeah, I'm definitely down. Oatmeal is a good thing to eat. Hmm. Why is that not a good thing to eat? What's wrong with you? Oatmeal is a healthy thing to have, right? It no. said so on the box. It says right? so. Yeah. They couldn't write it as way true. <laughs> it's straight carbohydrates. It's not good for you. No, I'm I, eating it for that purpose. Okay. <laughs> what, so what do you choose I have? I can't have a piece of fruit because you freak out if I eat a piece of fruit. Can you eat an egg? Eat, a, eat an egg. Oatmeal is low in calories, only has one and a half grams of fat. And according to Healthline.com, the very last line is oatmeal can definitely be part of a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, it's on the internet. So, so it's got to be true. Yeah. Instead of your quack doctor that you followed. Several, has, has several stanic- quack doctors. <laughs> yeah. He's got a group of quacks. Group of quacks. Okay. Uh, we are smoking the Asylum, 13 Connecticut, 50, 50 ring gauge. You don't have to go to the big giant cigars when you're smoking an Asylum. You don't have to go with the strong, heavy cigar, but this uh, looks this like one, it- This one has a little bit of strength for Connecticut. I got it at a six. I'm guilty of not smoking this, and this, I, this is something I would definitely pick up again. Mm-hmm. This it's, is a six strength. It, yeah, there's a nice amount of strength. There's a nice classic Connecticut profile with the added strength and spice. Yeah. It's uh it's kinda like the best of both worlds. A lot of red hot fireballs. Oh, like you put a whole Ooh. bunch of them, the little ones. <laughs> ah. But you put a whole bunch of red little hot. ones, yeah. red hots mm-hmm. in there, and the inside of your mouth burns a little bit on your canker so <laughs> Jesus. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> David in the chat room says you need the stationary bike, Dave. I have a Peloton. <laughs> but you have to actually use yeah. it. Oh, it. So take your, take your bath robe off of it and sit on it and ride it. Yeah. All this time, mm. changing my ways at this point, it seems... Frivolous and, and, <laughs> and useless at this point. I don't think I'm going to pull that off. Uh, what I am going to pull off is the big announcement. So let's go to break. And we come back. We have it. It is the big Cigar Authority announcement of the announcement. And we have letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and the classic three-way where Ed Sullivan is undefeated. Undefeated. And uh, we have uh, some questions for him all teed up. And we'll see if we can keep this uh, thing going on for him. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year, and the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandera. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're going over the numbers. Uh, there's good numbers and bad numbers. Do you fear the ridiculous numbers? 
people fear numbers. Uh, and somebody told me in the audience, um, Caldwell came out with a 666 before, and uh, Frankenstein, which was an original monster, was a 666. Frankenstein 666, that... I don't know who makes uh, In other that, news, yeah. I got a text message from uh, someone in our live studio audience uh, requesting, and then someone else offered me money uh, if I crop dusted the two of you. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, with the amount of cauliflower I've consumed in the last three days, I, I just can't trust one right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's nothing left. Scooter's so childish. It, it just couldn't be more childish. They were offering me cash. I mean, it, the, it, the, the amount was getting I, up there. And I have a feeling next week it was going to be worse. And I, I'm sorry I, I set this up. I thought I'm, I'm coming in packing with, with good material of uh, <laughs> things that po possibly can be added to the Urban Dictionary. Um, oh, mine could all be added to the Urban Dictionary. You're just not going to like them. Hmm. Why don't you bring in some stuff I like? You still got a whole week's time. To, I mean, I, come in with I wrote. I wrote about the glory hole. You liked that? Mm -hmm. Bullet punch in the, in torpedo. the torpedo. It's good. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, All right. So I have others. All right. Dave Scooter says he likes Nelson Alfonso's new number, number one on Half Wheels Top Twenty Five. Yes, right? yes, I saw that. He, he did also. Uh, Alfonso did good. The um, the ash holes, number mm -hmm. one on the ash hole for the cigar of the year. Um, what else? Smoking tobacco, smoking tobacco, and cigar dojo, dojo, for luxury cigar. Of the yeah, air. yeah. Uh, speaking of scooter, they're all uh, jumping on my bandwagon. We got you all started this with the hundred two, with the one hundred two. They're all jumping on board. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm sure that's what they were all thinking. Oh, yeah. Barry Industrial gave it a hundred two, so we have to number give it cigar one of the cigar year. of the year. A lot of it. It didn't win our cigar of the year because it came out too late. It could actually win next year. It's, uh, I'm an influencer. What can I say? That's it. <laughs> so and uh, you have things negative to say about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just wait for the next issue of Cigar Journal. It's not nice. It's not nice. <laughs> he he has not said I'm going to be a nice person in 2023. No. Nor no. has Mr. Jonathan. I gave it to Ed Sullivan to write to read, and he said that's brutal, but you're not wrong. So what does that mean? Would you write that? No. No. Do you think it needed to be said? That's a no. You know, this is radio. The uh, idea is to talk. The, <laughs> speaking of Scooter. You're pulling a Willie Moranti right now. Scooter wrote uh, an email in to us with um, a lot of stats about yes. our own Barry Stats Stein. Yes. So the after show this week, I'm going to run point on that and... We're going to go through Scooter's stats for the after show All right. about Barry. It's almost like he's living in his mama's basement, but I know he lives in a different state, so. Negative. All negative. <laughs> yeah. It's uncalled for. I think it, it's not too late to turn it around. I don't think we have to go the whole year like See, this. See, it's, it's the keto anger. Like, you know, I'm, I'm back on no carbs. No, I'm but freaking angry. You're angry, and, and also that. You, you're good for dishing it out. You, you don't receive it well. It depends on if, as long as it's done the right way. Nah. <laughs> Where someone some, says some please some of it's before they yes. shit on you? No, yeah. some people do it maliciously that I have a problem with. When but, you do it joking around, that I don't have a problem Barry, with. Barry, have a bowl of oatmeal. You'll be a happier <laughs> person. <laughs> what if you say with all due respect before they say something? That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you're a fat bastard. With all due respect, you're a fat bastard. Yeah, it makes it a little bit better. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, we have a, a big announcement to get to, so we're going to get to it. Um, you know it's going to be the Cigar Authority's 
13th anniversary coming out. It's also Two Guys Smoke Shop's 38th anniversary coming out. And uh, here is the announcement of the announcement. All right, it didn't work. I'm going to start it over again. Oh, my God. What are we supposed to do now, Dave? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hold and the Every line. time you tested it before the show, it worked. Barry saw me yeah. test it about like, five like, times. Like two dozen times. All right, yeah. they're seeing all those pictures and stuff, so stop all that. It stopped. So, okay, at least we're not live. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Everybody was worried we were going to end the show early. This is how we're uh, going to fill in us being early. Now, I don't know why this would be any different, and it's not. Hold the line, please. We're holding the line, uh, and we're smoking the Asylum 13 Connecticut. It's a 50-ring-gauge cigar. It's Event not that big, that giant you thing that you would think it, it is. Uh, we can uh, move to the next line item here and uh, discuss if we have any stupid fears. All right. So uh, walk it, under a ladder. Um, uh, it's not a good practice, but I wouldn't say I'm afraid. I don't, I don't have a fear of it. I have a fear of getting up on the ladder. You have a fear if anybody you, you see is on a ladder. I have the I have ultimate a- fear of heights so much so even somebody else to the point of even watching it on television or a video of somebody way up and they're, they're hanging off a thing or something. I can't even look at yeah, it. You were, the looking, same way. you were looking yeah? at a building yeah. to buy and you had to go up and look on the roof and you were shaking. The ladder was rattling Ooh, and you were going so one weird. step at a time. It was 12 feet. It was Why nothing. is that? I hate that, that I want it to be gone. I Dave. want that fear of heights to be gone. It's terrible. I don't know if it's a fear of heights. I think it's a fear of open spaces. I think you have because a fear of falling. Because you don't have a problem flying. Nope. So it's a f- But fear I don't of look out the window. Now. I don't look out the window. No? No. How about this? I'm driving on the, on the road, and I'm on a bridge. And I have to get into the middle lane. I can't be on the edge mm. of the... Uh, I mean, it's really friggin' sick that it, it bothers me so much. That it's a sickness. It is. Um, There's no reason for it. I never fell off a big thing before or anything like that, but I can't, I don't know. I feel like my legs shake up. It's terrible. Is this suspense built up enough? I guess if you think you can pull this off with audio. (laughs) Well, that would help, wouldn't it? All right, here it is. Here's the, the, um, what what is this? This is a big announcement. It's an announcement about an announcement. So it's not teaser free. It's very teaser. All right. Okay. Let's give it a whirl. This just does not want to cooperate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just not happening. So, all right, I'm going to. We're just on a black screen right now. This yeah, is great. Um, there we go. You, you talk. I'm going to try a whole different approach to this. So yeah, when I was, we've in, done this before. When so. I was in high school, I watched uh, Silence of the Lambs, and I was a normal 18 year old kid before I saw that movie, and then from 18. Until about 30, maybe 31, deathly afraid of the dark after seeing Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, which was a guy in prison. And I'm still, I still freak out if I'm home alone. If someone is in the house with me, I'm all good. If I'm home alone, I sleep with my gun under my pillow. So the fear is somebody's going to come in and get you? I, 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 I don't know. I just, I'm scared to death of it. I'm also afraid of Mike Tyson. 
and <laughs> gorillas. Mike Tyson punching you in the face? Just Mike Tyson. Period. I, I so don't, you don't want to meet him? I don't want to meet him. Biting your ear off? I just, he's just a scary dude. Yeah. And gorillas. And gorillas. I mean, the guy's kind of the same thing, but the sim- similar temperament. Yeah. And the gorilla's going to. And orangutans. I mean, that's still in the, in the monkey family, but they're. they're Vicious, vicious yeah. creatures. What are you? What are you afraid of? I mean, right turn, Clyde. How could you not like orangutans? Every which way but loose, Clint Eastwood. Didn't see they that were the movie well. part, They were the best part of the movie. The orangutans. I have no idea what you're talking. about. I have a fear of open spaces. Like, so you said that to me. I don't know what that means. Like, if there's an opening that you could see over the edge, and there's nothing, like enclosed tube of an airplane. That um, doesn't bother me. But if I'm on like a terrace, that bothers me. Yeah. Because, you know, there's the fear of falling over the railing. So it's an open space fear more than the fear of heights. Because it's, it even happens if I'm on the second floor on a terrace, which isn't you, all that high. How about when you see a road and the road goes up to a thing and they haven't finished building the the, the ramp? Yeah. And so it ends. So that, that, that bridge in, uh, in, in Florida going from... Uh, southwestern Florida, like Naples and Fort Myers up to Tampa, the bridge, you can't see the the other side of the bridge. That freaks me out. Okay. Because it's an open space. Ed Sullivan, I have to say, you might be the most creative mofo <laughs> I've ever met. Well, we're going we're gonna to make this work. We have to, right? That's really good. I so what he's he doing is he's, is he's putting it over the over the page, I guess. Oh, he's, he's, he's playing it in another player. He's got a it, lot of shit going it, on. He's going to have the play. He's going to have the video play in one thing. He's going to have the audio play in another, and he's going to sync the two of them. You, up you know what the this did time. though? This just took this into where we're going to make this announcement, and I I think it's going to make it it's, less. Oh no, the suspense is killing no, me. No, it's just. It's not worth it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's going to be great. Yeah, I almost want to say, well, let's just skip this and we'll wait until we do the big announcement. But we can't do the big announcement because we don't have all the details to the announcement. The is announcement. we're going to play bra size bingo next week. No, so uh, I don't know what that is. Call in with your wife's measurements. I, I'll be out of ideas after this one. So if let's this hope. doesn't work, I'll have to wait till next week. <laughs> all right, so. Here it is. This Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2023, the Cigar Authority and Two Guys Smoke Shop will announce an event that you will fall in love with. (laughs) Hold on. What are you guys up to? Don't blame me. Blame Dan. An announcement of ginormous proportions. Is that even a word? The biggest and smallest people in the cigar industry, together, finally. You wanted it, you got it, and you can hear all about it at the press conference this Valentine's Day, live at 2 p.m. Eastern. A press conference about the big cigar event that's about to get a whole lot bigger. Or smaller. But you have to tune in to find out. Tune in to Facebook or YouTube and watch the press conference live on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2023 at 2 p.m. Eastern. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. All right, we're having a press conference. I'm not I, coming I out theory. of the closet on, two th- on February 14th. You have a theory. Don't even say anything. I have a theory. Know. Is it going to get bigger or smaller? You're kicking me off the show. 
Ah. Mm. Fingers crossed. Why would we have a press conference? We would just tell you not to to show up next week. Fingers crossed. Press conference of an event. Of an event. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a big event, and we have the details to finalize up. So we figured we needed till the end of the month to do that, and then we looked at the calendar when we have to do it, and there was something coming up the first week. So it's the 14th, which is a Tuesday. We're going to be filming the Ashles anyway, Ed Sullivan. So that Tuesday at 2 o'clock before we do the Ashles, we'll do a press conference, maybe a half hour, 45 minutes, and explain this giant event we're going to do. And um, we're off and running at that point. Scooter says this event is doomed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's quite the opposite. That was some very outstanding creativity. I, I, I got to hand it to you, man. I did everything I could. You did. You so, did. And then you're going to spend an hour after the show trying to figure out why didn't it work. Oh, it'll work after the show. Yeah. Why 100%. would it not work? I don't, I don't know. You know, Barry was here. I mm-hmm. tested it six times yeah. before the show. All right. So, yeah, big, big event. Planned, all details will be on Valentine's Day at 2 o'clock. Why Valentine's Day? Does this have anything to do with Valentine's Day? Not really, but um, it just coincidental of when uh, we could we could yeah. p- pull it off after. Uh, Whiskey Miser says a meeting to schedule a meeting. Correct, correct. <laughs> um, so anyway, just, just let our regular audience on first, and you'll see why we want you to know before we want the rest of the world to know. Um, so, um, that being said, um, Ed Sullivan, we were talking about fears before you jumped on because you were busy. I didn't want to bother you. Yeah, I had a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> so I left you alone. But uh, we all had fears up here. You probably didn't hear them. But Stock market going to zero? Uh, that would suck. But you don't fear that. No. What do you fear? I don't fear the Reaper. No? No, you no. can't. I got a cowbell that says you can't. <laughs> Fear the Reaper. Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay. I can't think of much. Really? No. There's no heights. There's no uh, speed. There's no uh, falling. I've fallen, and I can't get up. Right. I mean, at your age, you really have to worry about the hip going. Yeah. Well, if you break a hip, that's the end, right? That's it. Usually, the hip breaks and you fall. And then you fall, yeah. People think you fall and break a hip. The hip breaks and you fall. Really? Usually, Yeah. That's what I, the know. osteoporosis. Uh, oh no! The doctor told me that before, or he said he was a doctor. I have no idea. <laughs> was he on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, we have a prize to give away, Mister Jonathan. This is a new prize. It's a new prize, and I have no idea where the lotion is hidden on there this. There's no lotion. But this is uh, best email of the week, and it's brought to you by the folks at H Upman. They're giving away this week a lighter, a baseball hat, and a coffee mug, and somewhere there's lotion. No. You say that, and then the guy doesn't get lotion, so stop yeah, it's, saying it's, it. Some of them have lotion, some of them don't. We saw her on the MeWees, the guy opened up the pen, boom, lotion. So Anybody calls me complaining there's no lotion, I'm giving them the number to sale in the store to right. speak to you. 603-898-2221. Ask for me by name. Following message was submitted through the contact us page of the thecigarauthority.com. The subject line is Things That Make You Go Hmm, written by Ray. Over the last year, you've cited a study from some U.S. government agency debunking the age-old argument that tobacco is dangerous to your health. In fact, some of your earliest podcasts with Tommy Grella suggested that cigar smoking could be good for you. This is uh, going back. 
but yes. Don't get me wrong. I'm on your side. All right. Good. I just wonder if this government report is correct. Why are you still airing Surgeon General warnings? Tobacco increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, ah. even in non-smokers when you run your commercials. Let me. Can I answer that? Please do. All right. So we don't. That is the people right now of Altadis. And Altadis used to be owned by a European company that agreed to put that on. At the, uh, nobody asked them to. They said to the government that they're going to do it. Also, Swisher, who's Drew Estate, agreed to do that before they had Drew Estate. When they just had Swisher, because if you look at old commercials or advertising on Drew Estate, never before until Swisher bought them, and they ended up agreeing. And the other one is General Cigar, who agreed to do this. Coincidentally, are these the um, these are the three people that are um, not at the PCA, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, they have made that decision to do it, and we're talking about in the early '90s they decided that. So we. Rest of the cigar industry have no surgeon general warning because there doesn't need to be a general warning because it doesn't some and some but some companies do put it on their on their boxes. It's not always those three companies, but there, there was there was there'll be a there'll be a little tiny one liner that's on some boxes for California. Correct. It'll say correct. This is not healthy for you in the state of California. Probably most things aren't healthy for you in the state of California, mm-hmm. but that'll be the state of California. Here we are in New Hampshire where cigars are good for you. Yeah, and the report's monograph number nine. Is, is the old one, monograph number mm-hmm. nine, right? And there's a lot of them. Since then, there's been a, a lot of there things. There were three in 2016 put yeah. out by the FDA. They kept wasting taxpayer dollars and yeah. coming up with the exact same result every time. They, they hated the result, but that, that's the fact anyway. But Tommy Grella going back into the old, yeah, the old things. Yeah, So uh, this mm. is written by G through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And I don't believe it's Gianna. I know okay. we call her G, but I don't believe it's her. Uh, referring to Dave's rant during the after show, I agree that some of the younger generations are sometimes taking the easy road. Someone put it this way. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. I think it sums it up pretty well. Mm. I see two interesting points. First, as a parent, you are responsible for your child's education. If you create a weak one, it's on you. Because you have built a successful business or career, it doesn't mean your child has to be a pussy. Teach them. Second, the quote ends with, weak men create hard times, so what goes around comes around. And once that generation will have spoiled or sold what their dads have built, it will start all over again. So don't worry too much. Hard times are coming for the weak ones. That's G. There's nothing about cigars there. Listen, I got three friggin' emails this week. Really? Four four counting the ass the dawn. Wow. This was a slow week. Wow. You know why? It's because I got a new printer, and I can print them from my phone, so it's easier. You you were complaining a few weeks ago, saying how you got so many emails, and oh my God, I get 100 emails a week. I can't do that. And then you get fourth. People listen to you say, oh, Mm. I'm not going to email them. I don't want to bother them. Yeah, don't bother them. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority com. First, thanks for running an amazing shop. I visited a ton. Fun fact, I used to go shopping with my dad at the old store across the street when wow. your current shop still sold computers. I ordered a bunch online from you. I keep coming back to you for a friendly, professional, and consistent experience that I can trust and rely on. Now I live out of st- state and can't believe how fast you get stuff shipped to me. Boy, this is very front-end loaded. Of Oh, <laughs> I, like, I like this guy. 
Let's give them the prize. Is there a sandwich coming? But I've been a listener for a long time, and recently <laughs> the show has taken on a new meaning to me. My daughter, almost three, but when she was younger and had difficulty sleeping, I would listen to you guys while I rocked her back to sleep. Now every time I watch on YouTube and see Barry and Dave's cherub cheeks, <laughs> I think of those special moments with my little girl. Actually, now that I'm thinking of it, Jonathan reminds me of her too. She's got a <laughs> sicky, shiny, once after a bad flu, and I think of that every time I see him now. She got, oh, sickly skinny, I'm sorry. Uh, ever since my daughter was born, I've been buying firecrackers from you and the brick and mortars I visit. I have at least one box of each release, and I smoke them on special occasions. And when I write letters to her, I, I'll give her in the future. I hope that because of their strength and complexity or character, they will age well for many years to come. Uh, see what he did there. It is also a fun tradition and an excuse to keep buying cigars. Signed, John. John. Nice. Uh, no question there. There's no nothing. There's, um, you got Ray, you got, uh, and you got John and G. Can we vote none of the above and give two away next week? <laughs> hey, they were a little weak. I mean, that, that, that happens. What do you got, Ed Sullivan? I mean, I'll, I'll go with number three. All right, let's give it a number three. You know. He said nice things, but we don't want that to be. No. That's not fun. <laughs> I don't think that'll be a trend. Yeah. Um, but uh, you win a prize if you send an email yeah. in and we read it, and it's, it's the, one of the three best. It's that simple. So send your emails in. How do the people do it? Contact, contact us page. Contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Just go on we there. went to the old store, so that's over 20 years ago. Yes. You, you brought that <laughs> up the other day sitting there and said, yeah, yesterday was your 20-year anniversary <laughs> of this building. And I'm like, really? And I pull it out. Yeah, and, to look it up. Yeah. I happen to have a sign right there, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how's that work? Okay, the after show topic again is what? We're going to go through Tom Criswell's uh, evaluation of Barry's uh, reviews this year versus last year. And people have done that before, Barry. Mm -hmm. uh, other bloggers and stuff would send me information about how you uh, rate too yeah. high and Was all that. Was it Developing Palace yeah, that yeah, did yeah. the breakdown? Yeah. yeah. We're doing a very interesting. Uh, but, again, Barry, if, if something's going to get a bad rating, he doesn't put it up. We're not here to hurt anybody. Uh, and, you know, you don't see it. You can read through the... Read through the smoke at that point and understand. And I'm even doing that on the Liquor Authority. I'm scoring a little bit lower there, but somebody gifted me a bottle of uh, a bourbon. I saw that. That was so bad that I'm not going to review. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, Sean Rogers gave me a bottle last week that was phenomenal. Oh, I, I thought it was that. That's yeah, the one no, I saw. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I reviewed. But somebody else came over to my house, brought me a bottle, and it was so bad that I won't review it. Did you drink was it Was it anyway? so bad because it was I had bourbon? A, I had a... Poured a four ounce pour, a, a double. Yeah, and I didn't finish the drink. It was that wow. Bad. It was that bad. So, but he didn't stop drinking. He just went with a different bourbon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, and she's coming over. And she's pour. coming over tonight, so I had to hide the bottle so she thinks that I drank it. So, so I don't feel obligated to have another pour in with front a of her. bourbon. Like if say you got something, you could mix it with orange juice or something, and whatever. <laughs> well, you can make it old fashioned with it, but I. I think this particular bourbon is, is so wheat heavy in its mash bill that it wouldn't do an old-fashioned justice. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's really nothing. You, can, you can't cook with it. You can't do anything with it, really. It's, 
could glaze ribs. Yeah, maybe I'll use it for uh, for barbecue in the summer. Yeah. So etiquette wise, you say nothing. Yeah. Or do you say, "Wow, that's terrible." <sighs> I think my friend picked up that I didn't really enjoy it because yeah. she used to be my bartender, and she saw how long the glass sat in front of me. So I, she had a pick up that I didn't like. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, uh, Ed Sullivan is our champion. Let's go to the Classic 3-Way, and that's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona, and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right. You should uh, you should be good on this one, Mr. Jonathan. I'm a little. I got what some is stuff. It? Fashion. I, I, I got a, I, uh, drag queen birthdays. <laughs> I, I got a fashion. I got a figure skater. Oh uh, boy. Yeah. So Same we, thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Ed Sullivan will start with one for you that you may or may not like. I have six questions, no tiebreakers. I'm, I'm going to skip the tiebreaker thing because huh. um, I think somebody's going to take you off the, the top. They got, they I, I think so, given your topics. Uh, number one is over to Ed Sullivan. The Bee Gees album, Saturday Night Fever, goes number one today, and it stays that way for 24 weeks. What year was that? Saturday Night Fever, the Bee Gees album goes number one, stays that way for 24 weeks. Uh, 1977. 77, he says. 76. 76. I'm going to say the movie came out in 77, and it's the beginning of the year, so 1978. 78. For two points, Barry Stein, exactly the way it worked. Barry Stein gets two. Over to Mr. Jonathan, American golfer. Um, Jack Nicholas, 18 major titles, 73 PGAs, and tour titles. He was born today, Jack Nicholas, in Columbus, Ohio. What year was that? 1915. 15. 1939. 39. 1932. 32. Barry says 39. It was 40. Another point for Barry Stein, and here he goes running away with it. Check him for a concussion. Yeah, he obviously hit his head last week. Going over to Barry. uh, Getting caught in the toilet seat again? (laughs) Yeah. Born today is Gina Davis. She's an American actress from Beetlejuice. Long kiss, good night. Fly, Fletch. She was born in Wareham, Massachusetts. Mm. Right over here. Today, she was born in Wareham, Massachusetts. Mm. What year was that? 1960. 1960. 1957. 57. 1965 for two points. 65. Everybody's over. You said 57. It was 56. Oh, shit. Everybody great for goes age. over. Ah, um, over to Jonathan. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. French fashion designer Christian Dior was born in France today. He's got the new look. That's what it was called, the new look. 
but it was a while ago. Christian Dior, born today. What year? What would make you pick that? Because you'll know it. I'm trying to throw you a bone here. 1918. 1918. Uh, we're on the same page, Ed Sullivan. 1911. <laughs> 11. 31. 31. Everybody is over. 1905. Everybody is over. Uh, we got two questions left, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. You got no points. No. Mr. Jonathan has no points. Barry is running away with it with three. Can we do music again? We can. Um, not now, though. Not today. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, another throwing your bone here. U.S. male figure skating hmm. champion Scott Hamilton. Did a backflip on ice skating. He won. One. He won the championship today. You remember watching that as a little guy. U.S. Female, U.S. Hmm. male figure skating <laughs> champion Scott Hamilton wins. 1984. 84. He won today was the question? Yep. 1980. 80. Uh, 1986. 86. Somebody has two points. Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. You see how I do that? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jonathan has two points. Barry has three. You actually gave me a hint by saying I would have watched it when I was a kid. I was going to go 1980. I would have been two. I would know. No way I could remember that. So 84, I can remember. Mm. You remember that? You know who Scott Hamilton. He's is. the guy who did the backflip on ice skates. They changed the rules because I of his I know you know this. <laughs> It's your forte. Uh, you have no. You have no. no Barry shot. won. No, Mr. Oh, Jonathan could get one point yeah. oh, and tie, which would keep you in would the keep you in the championship yeah. with zero points. With zero points, so. or Mr. Jonathan could get two points and win it all. Right. So this is so big. Help me get close, Ed. So, um, Mr. Jonathan is it's Barry's, up. Barry's up. Barry's up. Um, the fifty-second Golden Globe Awards. Who gives a shit? Forrest Gump the win, and Tom Hank wins. Tom Hank, Forrest Gump win the 52nd Golden Globe Awards today. What year was that? You know this. I only watched a movie for the first time last year. 1993. 93, says Ed Sullivan. Uh, I don't know. I don't like Tom Hanks. Life is like a box of chocolates. That's it. You never know what you're going to get. I don't know. 1988. You're out of your freaking mind. It's 94. It's 94 for the win, for the tie, which it's 95. So I'm still the you're champion. You're still the champion <laughs> because they got a tie and there's no tie break. With zero. With zero. That's great. It's only the second time this has happened. Yeah. So see what happens there. Well, that's, that's, thanks for the assist. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> now you liked it. Now you liked it. All right, Asylum 13. Final thoughts here on Asylum 13. This is the Connecticut 50. Phenomenal combustion. The combustion line on the wrapper is very thin. It's a very old, well-worked wrapper. Uh, a little bit of carbon on the inside, so maybe the filler could have been worked a little more. I'm not getting any bitterness. I'm not getting any ammonia, and I'm down to less than an inch. A little bit of spice consistent, and back and forth with some... Sweet cinnamon coming on uh, as a flavor note. Not unlike uh, dentine gum. Ah. I got the little bit of cinnamon and some wheat Old going dentine on. gum. A little bit been of, chewing it for a while. A little bit of earthiness. It's a, it's a more modern day cigar that is very synonymous with the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic? There's a brand in the Dominican Republic that this is synonymous with but with more strength. So it's not synonymous at all. 
It's different. The flavor profile is very similar. Okay. It, it is surprising to me how much flavor it has. Mm. Looking at it, you'd say very mild, and it's not. It's more than medium. There's a lot of flavor to it. I think it's a great cigar. And if I was to recommend somebody came in and said, you want to try this, I would say, Ed Sullivan, you need to try this because it's a smaller cigar. Asylum, it's something you're not going to smoke an Asylum cigar. Here's your introduction into Asylum. And I I like it. You need me to get you a box 50? Uh, No, I don't need 50 of them. Quite a box of 50? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's a hot box, right? How much are these? Uh, it's three thirty something, three forty one ninety nine a box, which comes out to six eighty four a single. But if you buy the single by itself, it's seven seventy nine. Yeah, yeah, that's what a problem. He's a box buyer, and then he says three hundred something. It's a lot yeah, of fifty. He doesn't care about the three hundred. He cares that it's fifty. He doesn't like it enough to smoke fifty of them in a row. John, he has to be able to John. smoke all of them. He doesn't stop and save half a box. No, I can't. It's not the way I do things. That's it. Yeah. That's the problem, and that's why you're not on it. Yeah. So, but uh, that's a packa- that. packaging issue. All right. That's the show for this week. Um, next week uh, is going to be a train wreck. I urge them to please rethink their thought. Let's not just turn this into a, a high school. Uh, oh, I'm going grade school. Yeah. Grade school. Here. I mean, I'm going to take a minivan off there's the not list because I There's not even going to be dick jokes, it's just fart jokes. The Urban Dictionary of Cigar Smoking. The Urban Dictionary of Cigar Smoking. And, uh, dirty some, Sanchez. Just don't take dirty stuff and turn it into... Just because it says dirty, it's a fairly clean activity. Some you unrelated know, terms. Well. Even Barry might not know some of the things I have on here. We're going to test you guys also on things that exist. And we're going to smoke some good cigars and... Uh, all the ones I've written down so far do have cigar in it. All right. Does, 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 Ed do Sullivan, you got to come rhyme with, with pink anything? or stink? Uh, one of them rhymes with pink. <laughs> I, I'll have to see if I, I have Just time. Checking. You know how busy I am. <laughs> it's going to be a train wreck. But until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you probably didn't learn anything today, which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.